Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. 40 Burgers for Luca and Kyrie plus a W. TGIF, everybody. Thanks so much for being here with us. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. Good morning. Chip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, how are we? Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm greater than Shannon Sharp today. Uh, I can't tell. Yeah. Not with what Luca. What about your Clippers? What about you and Clifford Darrell? What y'all talking about? What y'all talking about last night? What did I tell you? You told me Kawhi. We acquired the human cloud, Westbrook. <laughs> he bricked us again last night. What about Kawhi Town? I thought yeah. this was Kawhi Town. Yeah. Well, it used to be. It's a ghost town. Now it's Westbrook Town. <laughs> I can't wait to get to that time. He's building a new arena of bricks. All of it, guys. A ton to unpack this morning. Let's start with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. They notched just their second W together as teammates. It was a 133-126 victory over Joel Embiid and the 76ers. Kyrie dropped 40 points, 6 of 8 from 3. Woo! Luka, 42 points and 12 dimes in the win. Shannon, all right, let's flip the tables. Did last night prove this experiment will work? Well, when we first posed this question, I was like, what do you mean work? Win a championship? No. Can they play together? Absolutely they can play together. You're talking about the two most skilled. I don't believe there's currently a pair of teammates that's more skilled offensively than these two that's currently playing together. You take you take KD and Book, no. you take Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you take two any two skilled offensive players. Show me two that's better than Kyrie yeah. and Luka. K- KD and Book are better shooters. Are they more? Combined, yeah. combined. Oh, better shooters. Yeah. But I'm talking about skill. Put the ball on the floor. Finish at the rim, either hand. K- Kyrie is good for mid-range, oh, can shoot the skill. Right. His handles no, and finishing. Okay, I, I got you. I got so you. I'm and, not... and Luca's lane genius is unparalleled. I've never seen anything like it. Skip, most nights they're not going to be this efficient. I mean, you look at the way they shot the ball last night. Uh, Kyrie was 15 of 22, 6 of 8 from 3. Luca was 13 of 22, 7 from 13 from 3. They're not normally this efficient. But when you put the efficiency together with the way they can put the ball in the basket, this is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Their problem is never going to be offensively because they got two guys that can go get you 40, 50, 60 in a given night. Mm-hmm. Can they stop anybody? Skip, they had a 27-point lead, and within like five or six minutes, the Sixers had 25 last night. 25. They had 27 against, lost against, that against one. the Lakers. Had a 25, yeah. and they got whittled down to six with still like eight minutes to go in the game. And then Kyrie comes boom, boom. Luka goes boom, mm-hmm. boom. And basically, it ends the run. It ends the game. So, Skip, for me, I already knew they could play together because they're just too skilled offensively. They just have to find out, okay, let's get it. Go, okay, you need it over here. This is where you want it. This is my, let me do my thing. And Luca, hey, Luca had it going. Hey, he deferred to Kyrie. Kyrie come down on the break. Mm-hmm. And you know a guy's feeling it. When he's coming down on a one-on-three fast break and he pull up from 27. Yep. But you, you just look at the coach. Hey, hey, Doc. Hey, it's his night tonight. The concern for them is going to be defensively. I still don't believe they have enough defensive guys because, as you mentioned, somebody's going to have to deal with Yoke. Somebody's going to have to deal with Book and KD. Somebody was trying to deal with Embiid <laughs> last night and couldn't. No, 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 no. That's not that's not what uh, Dwight Powell uh, uh, thing is. That's not what he is. Because, Skip, you look at it, Christian Woods, and he didn't have uh, uh, the greatest game, but we know he can give you 20-30. And when you talk about those two other guys, Luka and Kyrie Skip, offensively, they're going to cause you some problems, but I believe where they're going to where they're going to have a struggle is on the defensive end because we saw them have a 27 lead a uh, uh, point lead mm-hmm. on Sunday, lose that game, yep. had a 25 point lead, and then in a matter of minutes it was down to six, mm-hmm. and then Kyrie and Luca take the game over and they end the run, they end the game. Mm-hmm. But I had no doubt that this thing could work offensively. Can they win a championship? I don't believe they can. 
Mm. Okay, my turn. First of all, we need some context about what happened last night in Dallas, Texas. The Philadelphia 76ers had just gone to Miami the night before and turned the tables on the heat, whom they didn't take seriously in Philadelphia two nights earlier, and they got embarrassed at home. Right. And then Joel Embiid took the night off because he needs to not play back-to-back. So they said, well, let's save Joel for at Dallas. Right. And his teammates rose and shone at Miami and humiliated and annihilated the heat on their home floor without Joel Embiid. Correct. So last night, it looked to me like the Sixers, especially on the defensive end, were just lifeless and flat and spent because they're playing a road back-to-back. Okay. Joel Embiid did play last night. I thought they should have featured him even more than they did. What did he wind up with, 13 or 21 shots? I I thought you could have fed the beast on this one and and given him 30 shots because they just couldn't stop him. I mean, 13 out of 21 for 35 points. Mm -hmm. But here is the point. The Dallas Mavericks shot the lights out, as they are wont to do at home. See your Lakers on Christmas Day. Do yeah. you remember what happened in yeah. the third quarter of that game? You gave, 51. you gave up 51 points. 51 points is the most anybody scored in any quarter of any game this year. Right. Well, here we went again. It wasn't 51, but it was 39, 39 in the fourth quarter. And all of a sudden, with 343 left in the third quarter, they have leaped out to a 25-point lead. And who is the originator of the, the classic NBA line about what it, what it means? It's a make-or-miss league. Who said that first? It's the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, Doc Rivers. Yes. And he said after the game, the guy who says it's a make-or-miss league said, He said, it seemed like everybody they passed it to made the shot, meaning whoever Maverick brought the ball up the floor and passed it one time, whoever caught it, shot it, and it went in, right? Because they tied their all-time franchise high with 25 three-point shots. They made, what was it, 25 of 48? That's 52%. 52%. Right. Shannon Sharp. I'm here to tell you, if the Dallas Mavericks from this moment on are going to make 52% of their threes every game, they will win the NBA championship <laughs> because they won't make well, you 52%. Need, well, you need to make enough of them. Okay, <laughs> okay, but 25 is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. It's hard to overcome. And yet, I, I got to give the highest props, the highest respect to Luka. He is, he is bending over backward to make this thing work. He is trying his guts out to make this thing work almost to a fault to me. So what what happened last night? Would you believe in the first four games they had played together that Luka had had assisted to Kyrie only three times in four games? Mm -hmm. Only three times had Luka passed to Kyrie and he had made a shot. Right. Well, last night that happened. Let's do this. He had 12 assists. And eight of his 12 assists were, were Kyrie buckets yeah. because Kyrie had a hot hand. The first, the first six assists that Luke had last night were to Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. Okay. Well, he made, what is it, six of eight, six of eight threes. Three. What happened the previous game? He was one for eight. Yes. Okay. It's make or it's miss. Yes. Kyrie, you, you know and I know, Kyrie can run pretty hot and cold. Oh, yeah. He, like, like Devin Booker to me is a much more consistent jump shot, or certainly yeah. Kevin, Kevin right. Grant oh, yeah, is yeah, like yeah, in yeah, another yeah, yeah. league. But, but Kyrie's a little more hot and cold, especially from three, right. as just about everybody is outside of Steph and sometimes, Dame. They, although Dame can go pretty cold too. Yeah. They all can. It's a hard shot, yes. man. It's far. You shoot for 25 okay, feet. Okay, <laughs> okay, I got it. All right. So Luke is, is just here, here, here. Right. And they end up with 22 shots apiece. But what happened in the fourth quarter? Well, here we went again. Luca took only three shots in the fourth quarter. It's like he's saying, you, they, they brought you in here to be our closer. Now you close it. So he took three shots. Kyrie took six shots in the fourth quarter. So what's our overall now? What, what have I been telling you? What's the stat? Mm-hmm. Fourth quarter. So now they've played how many games? They've played six games together. Okay. They're two and four in those six games. In those six fourth quarters plus the one overtime against Sacramento, would you believe that Kyrie has now at- attempted 49 shots in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter? 49 shots to 16 for Luka. Think about that. 49 times Kyrie has taken fourth quarter shots to only 16 for the guy who is leading the league in scoring. What is going on there? I, 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 I'm shocked. I'm amazed. But I'm impressed with Luka because he's just saying, you do it. Right. You, you, you go. Well, okay, so now to your point that you were making, what happened after they got their 25-point lead? 
Uh, nothing great happened right. because Philadelphia proceeded to go on a 44 to 24 run. They, they lost by 20 points over a stretch that ended with an Embiid putback. Yeah. And all of a sudden you look up and you say, wait, wait, wait a what second. Happened? It's a five-point game. Yes. And then who goes down? Was it Kleber or Powell? One of them, I think it's Dwight Powell, missed the two free throws. Right. And all of a sudden we come back and I'll just show you the play. Maxie's out of his mind. He scored 17 in the fourth. Joel had eight in the fourth. But Maxie just said, I'll, I'll just take this. I'll just take this. And it was a little bit of a four shot up and under. But he'd been making those. Right. He'd been making them all the fourth quarter. If that goes in, it's, it's down to three right. with, with uh, 12 seconds right. left. And stranger things have happened in NBA games, as yeah. you well know. Yes. But, but my point to you is they, they make the tied the franchise record 25 threes, obviously by far the most they've made this year right. in a game. And that happened. You, you, you got in some trouble. You, you were being threatened by the Philadelphia 76ers playing back-to-back on the road. Because, Skip, you allowed the Sixers to shoot 58% from the floor. They, shot 44%, okay. they I, shot 44% from the three. So that's, that's your thing. Think about it, Skip. They shot 55% from the floor. The Mavericks did. They shot 52% from the three. And you only won by seven. And you made a you tied a you tied your uh, a franchise record with made three. It's scary, man. Yeah, when you let the team shoot fifty eight percent. I know it's scary. They're never and, gonna and be out of the game. To your point, and you made this point from the start. They they play little to no defense, no. and even and Lucas said after the game, I almost feel like he's toying with this situation. I I don't think he loves playing with Kyrie, although he says he does. But he's deferring to a fault to him because. He could score the basketball. Yeah. And it's tricky because they both, they don't look the same, but they do exactly the same thing. They need to go solo. But, but if Luka is saying constantly, even though in the end you look at the box score and you say, well, they both took 22 shots. Yeah. Okay, that, that's great. That'll right. work. And, and if you both go over 40 for the first time in Dallas Mavericks history, history. I covered the Mavericks from their inception for about the first, whatever it was, 10 years. But for, for two players to go over 40 is spectacular. Yeah. It's historic. And yet, to, this, to, to your point, even Lucas said after the game, hey, we, we got no problem on offense. But we we gotta start to lock down on the defensive yeah. end because they they don't do anything on Nothing. the defensive end. Okay? But, but Skip, Kyrie is not a defender. Luke is not a defender. Powell is not a defender. You look at the guys that they have; they're not defenders. They're the best. The best perimeter defender. They traded away. I mean, and, and, and that's Finney Smith. But if you look yeah. at Josh Green. None of these guys are known for defense. Defense. They said yeah. Kleber. Kleber's back. Man, what, what's Kleber gonna do with Joel and B? What's he gonna do, Skip, with Jokic? They're not going to do anything to those guys, but they're going to have to sometimes. You're going to have to lock down somebody. Yep. Because everybody in the West, Sacramento can get up and down. Okay. And here's the the weirdest X factor to all this. It's it's now become Luca Kyrie Kyrie Luca Luca Kyrie Kyrie Luca, and it's become a two man team. And I think Christian Wood is really good. Yes. And do you remember? pre-Kyrie trade, yeah. Christian Wood was spectacular. Yeah. I mean, he, he was, he was a like force. A yeah, he was like a double-double guy. He was he, like 17 he, and 10. Every night. All of a sudden, since Kyrie walked in the door, six-foot-two-inch Kyrie, how, how tall is Christian Wood? Is he seven six, feet? Probably 6'10", six, at least. Yeah, he's, t- he's six, I think he's up there. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, he, he got doghouse. He fell. It's almost like he fell completely. Like last night, he managed 14 minutes. He, he was three of seven. But But he used to be... A force. He used to be the second best player on the team, and now he's an afterthought. Well, it's almost like what happened when Westbrook, Westbrook walked in the door, and Terrence Mann was a starter and a an igniter for them. And all of a sudden, he's and an he ignited afterthought. it last night. He tried to yeah, offensive rebound after offensive rebound tip. He hustle play. But skip the thing is, when when Kyrie got there, you got another guy that's a, a volume shooter. So he's going to take where, where, where Luca was taking his normal customary shots and Christian Woods was next in line to take the second most shots. He was. Now that's Kyrie. Yep. And so you figured something, you, you, he's next in line to take probably 12, 13 shots. Kyrie's taking 22. So now his number is going to get even reduced more than that. His minutes are going to get reduced more than that. And not a whole lot of guys that's going to be scoring 20 points in 14 minutes, Kim. No, I agree. Luca is doing his damnedest to make this a, a co-project where, yeah. where he's saying, I, I'm going to, I'm going to share shots with you, but in the fourth quarter, I'm going to make it 
I'm going to go out of my way to right. make sure that you get at least twice as many shots as I Well, you know Kyrie is leading the fourth, leading fourth okay. quarter scoring. All right. Well, so he I, should be leading the Mavericks because he's taking no, he's so many the, he's leading so the entire know. NBA. Okay. Well, that's what they're telling Luke, I yeah. guess, is it's his time, it's his turn, and, and we just did the last game where Kyrie missed the three to right. win the game. Right. And the play by Jason Kidd was called clearly right. for Kyrie. Right who was at that point one of eight right. from three. And he, but you look okay. at him last night, but it just goes to show you he had 11 points last night in the fourth quarter. He can get as hot as anybody. I mean, yeah. he, once he get, and if he gets it going from three, you're really at his mercy. Because if you hug up on him, he's going to go by you. And he's going to, you know, because he had, I mean, Skip, you see the, the finger roll he had early in the game last night, how he went through him, he cuffed the ball, and then just like, Finger rolled it like it's, it's so effortless. He makes it look – he has one of the most beautiful games that you've ever witnessed yeah. as far as his package of dribbling totally, the ball. Totally agree. He's like, oh, my goodness. That's entertaining for me. But, Skip, I did, I've never had a question or not. When you have two great offensive players that can put the ball in the basket like these guys can, I'm not worried about offensively, but who are they going to stop? That's the question. Who are they going to stop? And the thing is, Luka knows they don't play any defense. Mm-hmm. Skip, the other team shot 58% from the floor. Mm. I'm going to give you this. <laughs> On their run all the way to a 25-point lead, there's no more exciting duo to watch. There's no more sensational act to watch right. than these two right. when, when they are feeding off each right. other and they get in a your turn, my turn rhythm. Yes. When, when it gets going, it, it is. I, I just sat back and said, oh my God. Yeah. It's kind of like last night when uh, in the fourth quarter, Kyrie comes down, hits a, a one-on-three, three-pointer, yep. and then Luka comes down the next play and does the exact same thing from a yep. little further in the, on the corner. Yep. I was like, what you going to do with that? Right. And, and then all of a sudden, Reggie Bullock can just flat out fill it up. And, and he makes five of ten threes, and it seemed like every time I looked up, when they got tired, when their arms got tired of right. shooting, those two, they'd say, well, maybe it's Reggie. Maybe you can ha- take a turn here, and he'd rip one. He did. <sighs> but, Skip, at the end of the day, you're going to have to, I mean, Book and KD, somebody's going to have to guard those guys. You're going to have to go through somebody that has skilled offensive players. If you let KD and Book shoot, you let the, uh, the Suns shoot 58%, they're yeah. going to blow you out the bit. You let the Nuggets shoot 58%, you let the, the Sacramento shoot 58%, with the way those young guys can get up and down, mm. they'll score another 160, 170 points on you. They will. When I watched KD and Book, even the other night at Charlotte, it's so smooth and effortless that – it's it's not nearly as sensational as this act can be because it just happens because in, in such rhythm. It's so pure. It, it it looks so that they make it look simple because KD and Book Skip are not dribbles with the basketball. Mm. KD one two three dribbles pull up, turn around uh, uh, one leg fade away boom. Book one two dribbles pull up. Kyrie there's there's no trick shooting. Yeah, Luca. Luke no. is going to back you down, going to step back. So it, it, it's, it's different. It's visibly different to your eyes because they play different styles, of different uh, brands of basketball. Yeah. But the one thing all four guys can do, can put it in the basket. But, man, Skip, can anybody get as hot as, as Kyrie and no, Luka? No. And Luka, half the time he dribbles in the lane, and I say, they got him this yeah. time. He's stymied. He's yeah. got nowhere to go. And all of a sudden – he figures out some way to snake up underneath yeah. and, and he's out of rhythm yeah. and he, he just sort of, he's in the air and he make, he, he's not even a jumper. Yeah. And he makes up a shot on the fly and he gets it off. He does play two defenders and lay it up in the basket. And, and it's an and one. Yeah. What? Or he gets to the basket, they're like, oh, they got him. And then he kicks to the bullock in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Or he kicks to somebody in the corner. It's like, they're like, hey, coach, I don't know. We had him. We, we had him. Okay, well, they got me, as in they got me by the eyeballs, as in I, I'm going to be watching every yeah. single dribble. And before Kyrie got there, I, I could take or leave them. Right. They, they were, I mean, Luke is fun to watch. Yes. But, but now, th- this is a floor show. And yet, it, in the end, I, w- when I say it won't work, well, to your, your first question, I, I just think you, – you, they're going to have a hard time closing games because yeah. they, they now played of their six games. They blew out San Antonio, and it looked like they were blowing out Philly, and then they didn't. Right. So can they you? They were blowing out the Lakers. They were blowing and out then the Lakers, didn't. and then they didn't. So I'm still not sure about the closing because everything has fallen on Kyrie's shoulders to be hot in the fourth quarter. Right. He he needs to make six out of eight threes, as he said 
Luke had already, you know, he started the party. I joined the party last night. Well, are you going to join it every night? Because you better. Skip, but (laughs) to your point, the Mavericks allowed Joel Embiid, Tyrese Max, and James Harden to go 33 of 54. 13 of 21, 12 of 21, 8 of 12. 35, 29, 27. Okay, you let, you let a team have three guys with 27 or more points in the playoffs and see what it gets you. It'll get you home. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly yep. what it'll get you. And yep. you allow him to shoot that kind of percentage. James Harden was 8 of 12. The problem is he didn't shoot enough shots. He was 5 of 7 from 3. Good point. That's why on the maxi play I showed you, I, I wanted somebody to, to shoot a three because if, if you drain a quick three, now they're really starting they're to sweat. Up, they're really up against yeah. it, yep. Well, well, that W, Skip, propelled them into the sixth spot, jumping your Clippers. They are now <laughs> the My Clippers are in free fall. No, 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 no. We're, we're in right. the play-in now. That's where you should be. You're in the basement. Yeah. Well, we're back. We that's stumbled what, backwards that's down the stairs. That's where Igor lives. Yeah. We'll see how it all shakes Oh, you mean Westbrook? No, 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 no. Clippers with uh, Igor in the basement. Uh. <laughs> Let's move on to another controversial topic you two love to wrestle over. LeBron James. Yep. Gentlemen, is there a chance we don't see him return this season? And then speaking of Westbrook and the Clippers, have they officially imploded? (laughs) That's all next coming up on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us. But we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Yesterday, the Lakers announced LeBron James will be reevaluated in three weeks. The Lakers have gone one and one without the King since the announcement of his latest injury. Skip, your sources go so deep in this industry. I want to start with you because I understand you have some actual news to report something new on LeBron's condition. I do. So, Shannon Sharp, we've talked all week about what exactly is going on with LeBron's foot or ankle or other foot or ankle. Mm -hmm. So I have been calling around all week, and last night I finally connected with a source who is very familiar with LeBron's medical condition because that source has actually seen the X-rays and seen the latest MRIs and the imaging, magnetic resonance in imaging, the pictures of said foot and ankle. My source said the main issue is not the foot, but it's the right ankle, that the right ankle is a mess, that it is chronic and it is it has become arthritic and that ultimately at some point it's going to need some cleanup surgery if he does want to continue to play. I don't I don't know what, two or three more years and that. The ankle is so bad on the right side that, to your point that you've made to me, it's been causing overcompensation. So the left foot starts to ache and hurt, and some other areas in underneath the ankle and the right foot start to ache and hurt. 
My source said, no doubt he's got some plantar fasciitis going on, which is on the underside of the mm-hmm. foot, that tendon that goes underneath, that it gets inflamed because he's favoring the right ankle, but that the ankle in the end is by far the most troubling. So they have given it some PRP shots, as you know, platelet-rich plasma shots, mm-hmm. which can speed the healing. And they're hoping that in three weeks or maybe a month that the ankle will calm down enough that with, if he so chooses, if you take some pain-killing injections before games, that he might be able to give them what, what they need at that point if the team can hang in and hang on and still be within striking distance. Okay. Now, to your, your biggest point is you say, okay, and now what? And, and where, where does that get the Lakers? Could they make the play-in tournament? Well, and then what? Are, are you going to be one and done? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, probably so. But my source said that the biggest problem in his eyes is that LeBron wanted that record so badly that he was playing pretty high minutes for his age and stage of his career, mm-hmm. 37 minutes a game. And my source says, look, going forward, LeBron, is if he wants to, to, to endure for two or three more years to, to be able to play with, obviously, with Bronny, who knows? He may want to play with his other son before mm-hmm. this is over. But that he's going to have to... to to parcel it out more in doses where you're, you're going to have to pick your spots a little bit more. You're going to have to rest. You can't play back-to-backs. And you're going to have to reduce the 37 minutes a game down to 30-ish or 28-ish or whatever because it, it's just not the kind of ankle that's going to get that much better. And Source points out, as you well know, he is 6'9", 260 pounds, and he plays above the rim. Mm-hmm. Well, Kareem was obviously 7'2", mm-hmm. but he played with his feet on the floor, right? right? Yes. So he played 20 years with his feet on the floor, so the wear and tear, the impact of coming down on Kareem's body was one-tenth of, of what it's been on LeBron's body. And I point out to you, he, he has not played as many minutes as Kareem over the 20 years, right. but he has played the second-most minutes in the history of this league, which is phenomenal to me that, that he has been this much of an Iron Man this deep into his career. Okay. But the, the, sort of the, the, the final takeaway for me is, you know, he, he is human. Right. So in the end... He's got one area of his body. Never had a big surgery. No, no, no shoulders, no knees, no Achilles. But, but this one is so chronic that it, it's going to need some remember, early staff. He had such problems, and, and right. he needed to get them fixed. Right. Well, this may require, if you want to continue going forward, because it is, again, I stress that he told me it is a mess. So... Are we so? Are you concluding now, different than you are Monday, yeah. that LeBron James is? Well, I didn't conclude hurt. anything on Monday. Yes, you did. You said he wasn't hurt. I did. You not. caught him alive, Skip. You did. I did not. Let me ask you a question. That's a lie. Uh, that, that's not. Okay. That is, you did. Hold on, let right, me ask you so, this. so I'm trying to verify what you're no, saying. No, 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 and no, no So no. you're going to turn around on no, me? No. Let me ask you this. So how do we know Rich Paul? Because you told me that Rich Paul gave me that information. And normally, when things come out about LeBron being in, injured, it's Rich Paul feeding the media. Okay, so it is. Do, well, we didn't have any information. So I got real. This is real. How do we know if, Rich Paul are, didn't feed him? Are you calling me a liar? I, I'm, just ask, I'm just asking. No, are I'm you just, calling me a liar? I'm just asking, okay. Skip, because that's what you do to me. I want to put you on the hot seat. How okay. do we know Rich Paul did not give this person the information? I know that for a fact. How do you know that? Because I know this person really well. Oh, so this is what, I, this is what I'm starting to realize, that if it's your sources, if it's your people, it's factual. Okay, but it's been vague and mysterious and suspicious about what's been wrong. So LeBron James... Okay, time out. We just went a whole year. We heard it was the left foot, the left foot. Some ankle, sometimes foot. Sometimes ankle, sometimes foot. And all of a sudden, on last Sunday at Dallas, LeBron takes off on a drive to the basket mm-hmm. and pushes off with his right foot. Yeah. And he says, after the game, I heard something pop and I stepped on Dwight Powell's foot. No, no, you didn't. I got the video. I'll show it to you right now. Okay, I'll show you the video. He did not step on foot. What happened? What happened? But your source said it initially started as the left, but the right, the overcompensation. So LeBron James has actually been hurt. This is not new just because. I I just verified that. I just validated that. I'm telling you, he is hurt. But that's not what you've been saying. I didn't know any information. They have been so it's been clandestine. It's been, well, we, we're not sure about what it is. Did you have any information? Is this news to you? No. Yeah.
Mm-mm. Oh, no, did you know this? You're an insider. I, I'm you're, not, you're a member of the. Of the I'm, I'm not right? Woj. I'm yeah. not Shams. Yeah. I, I offer opinion. I'm not breaking no yeah. information. I don't did, talk. Did to, LeBron tell you this? See, there you okay, go. Well, I'm asking. I'm asking. All I'm saying. I've got it. I, I'm just saying. I was the one who got skip, it. I, I don't skip, even know LeBron. Okay, skip. okay, you got the information. Yep. But everybody could tell the way. I can't tell a difference. So how does this man be this injured and you couldn't tell a difference? He played the whole fourth quarter and scored 11 more points. And I need to know, what is the problem? If you heard a pop, was it your Achilles tendon? No, because if it was your Achilles, so there's no way you could play so the fourth quarter. So in court. other words, if you're sick and you don't know what the ailment is, you couldn't possibly be sick. Well, that's, what does that mean? Because you, said because you said because you didn't know the, very, the specific injury, there is no way LeBron James could be hurt. That's what you just, said just, on Monday. Just, just tell us what it is. What? Skip. Okay, what, what was it? Skip. Oh, wait a second. How do you play the whole fourth quarter and then you limp to the bus? Skip. Okay, that is consistent with, I don't know if you've ever had this. I've had it like crazy, way more than you probably had it. You want to know about plantar fasciitis? I can show it to you because I have lived with it no, for 20 years. I've never okay? had that. Okay, it can get so bad that you need surgery on the plantar fascia that goes underneath right. your foot. It's so bad that when you sleep on it and you, you wake up, the first time you put your foot on the floor, you can't walk on it. Well, that's consistent with what he did because once you get it heated up a little bit, you can maybe play right. through it on the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. And he's got guts. I've always told you. He plays his ass off on all kinds of injuries. But How many times have we seen him turn his ankle to the floor right. where his shoe goes completely over on the side he did it in the bubble in the finals and i said that's it he's done but skip, and he didn't even flinch but I've seen, he retied his shoe and kept playing yes lebron is tough but i've seen other guys i've seen kobe play through where he tears his right shoulder and he plays with his left he's and tough. i've seen guys done do things yeah. that you commend okay. them that you criticize lebron for no How i've always you, i've called him iron man how many times have i called him that i know but skip all i'm saying is is that monday when I say, and I've been saying this since February 7th, LeBron James doesn't look the same. His gait is okay. not the same. And, and you know I what? saw it with my own okay. two eyes. And I'm telling you right now, you were correct. Yes. Okay? okay. I just needed information. Be transparent. Be forthcoming. Just, just go in and say, my ankle is killing me. There's, there have been times that you've been, even though you didn't know medically what, the, what was going on, you knew something was going on in your body. You knew you was hurt. Even though you didn't know the specific injury or you didn't have a specific diagnosis, you know something is wrong. I'm not in LeBron James's body, but I've seen him enough and I saw him up close and personal. LeBron James ran differently. I went back and listened to the audio. Mark James said there's a hitch in his giddy up. Everybody can see that except you. So you needed the sources to tell you, yeah, LeBron is really, really hurt when everybody else can see it except you. No, Mark Jones was saying it was his hand, the one he caught in the net in the All-Star game. He said he's not shooting the ball well. And I told you that Doris Burke came right on top of him and said, no, his true shooting percentage this year is down to 44%. I don't think it's the recent hand injury. No, I'm saying later in the game, LeBron James was limping noticeably. And guess what happens? As the journaling starts to wear off, yeah, it starts to hurt. I don't know if he took an injection in the ankle to begin with. All I'm saying is that I know, look, Skip, you watched this man too much. LeBron James is above the rim player. Now all of a sudden, guys are blocking his shot, and he hadn't left the floor. So that's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. Okay, is but every once in a while he gets up like he's 22 years old. Every yes. once in a while he does. But he hasn't been getting up there like that lately. Okay, Ever but since, I've seen some thunder dunks. I saw him chase down Kyrie in that that game all, on Sunday. No, but he had, and he had a chase down against Shea in the in the All Star okay. game. But he picks and chooses his spots a lot more than he. There's that stretch between December 30th and February 7th. LeBron James was playing as good a basketball as anybody currently in the NBA, and he happened to be 38 years of age. I agree. And then all of a sudden, LeBron James looked noticeably hampered, that all of a sudden the explosiveness wasn't there. Okay, but what did he do? He sucked it up and said, I'm going to set this record. I got no problem. I'm not condemning. I'm not criticizing. I'm saying way to go because he went on a tear from his birthday until that night against Oklahoma City Thunder right. at the crypt. Right. He broke. He was on a tear that night because he had 36 okay. through three. Okay. okay. I got it. It, it was. It, it's. 
It's unparalleled. Nobody's ever done pulled off a stretch like that at this age. I give all that up to you. But once he got past Kareem, then he took the next three games off. Right. And it's two, twofold. The ankle is probably just a mess by then because yes. he pushed it way too much. Yeah. And I don't doubt that he was taking painkilling injections yeah. before those games. And as you know, you are only masking the problem. That's it. You, you're not fixing the problem. Yeah. You, you're not healing yourself. You are masking. And it can be a dangerous yeah. game that you are playing. Yeah, nobody can. They can't tell me anything thing about ankle skip. Okay. I dealt with I that know. in the better part, know, of, my, but, but part my, of my career. But, my, but you took injections. I absolutely did. Hey, that was you, the only way I could get out it's, there. It's the only way you can do it. But does it get better? No. no. I'm making it worse. No, you're making it worse. <laughs> and so you're playing a dangerous game with your body because the signals that it can send you Right. You, you're you're shutting down the signals. Right. So it can't warn you that Shannon, is really it's well, yeah. worse. Right. It's getting worse. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. Right. And so at some point, it's going to go. And plus the thing is, Skip, probably had LeBron James been in year 10, he'd have shut this thing down, probably have surgery. I believe that. But he knows he's closer to the that. end than the beginning. Okay. And I that's what it. happens. Yep. And, you know, people like, man, I'm getting older. I need to slow down. Nah, you need to speed up because you got less time. I ain't slowing down. I'm speeding up because I already know I ain't got but so many summers left. Okay, so the point is, the mileage on that man's body yeah. is extraordinary. Again, he's still about 1,300 minutes short of Kareem. Right. But still, he plays a different game than Kareem Correct. played. Yes. So, so to me, on degree of difficulty, wear and tear, he, he's number one. Yeah, Kareem was probably playing for his first five or six years. Kareem was probably averaging 40, 42 minutes a night. Okay. Well, he was. Because you know, back, back then, Skip, they okay. played that the whole game. All right. But and I'm I'm also talking about combined. I'm doing regular oh, season. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Because Kareem Kareem went to ten finals also. He did. Okay. So the point is, it, it is astonishing he made it this far at the, at this degree of health because he he still doesn't have a torn ACL. No, no. He he didn't blow his Achilles yeah. tendon because those are career threatening. I'm also surprised, Skip, if you think about it. The way they've added them, because, you know, Kareem, Skip, back then, they used to be a two out of three. People don't remember this. The first round was best two out of three. And then added it went to games. three out of five. And then, and then it, it went, went four of seven. Force. Right. Yep. So now it's best of seven all the way through. All the so way I'm through. surprised LeBron hadn't actually even caught okay. Kareem, considering that he's only played the best because of seven. Because of what you just said, because he was playing about the whole game <laughs> for the first five years. Okay. And th th the other problem is that. He's such a LeBron has been such a high flyer that that everything on the body was more at risk. And, and I'm telling you, it is a medical marvel miracle that he hasn't had a surgery up to this point. Right. It is. It, show me somebody who hasn't had. One. Right. They, they all have to have them. That's, that's I mean, the force in which he plays with. Like that's I said, he's the size of Carl Malone. Yeah. And he's jumping over and over okay. and over. OK. Like you said, Kareem. Look, Kareem just, hey, get the rebound, throw it out to Magic. They wait on him to get down there. He get down on the block. Hey, Cap, you ready? Yep. Hey, pass it to him and throw the sky hook. He okay. waddle up and down the floor. That's not LeBron's game. Throwing the sky hook <laughs> is the equivalent of, of a, a, a three-point set shot where yeah. your feet are on the floor. Yeah. Because your, your feet are kind of on the floor because he's so yeah. tall. He sweeps it right. up over his head. He doesn't need to, to leave. No. His, his reach is so high that... Right. That at its apex, and he got his shoulder between him and, yep. the, and the defender. Okay, it's unblockable, it's <laughs> unguardable unless he misses it. Yeah. Okay, I I got it. In the end, the the my final takeaway is he's probably going to have to be more careful with his minutes. He's going to have to pick spots more going forward, or or you just can't do this. And fortunately for him, he got past Kareem. Right. So so now it's all about. What can you contribute to the team? And you keep saying, okay, so it, let's say a month from now he says, I'll give it a go. Right. Well, there's not going to be much left yeah. at that point. It all, it all depends on where they are. Okay. And in the end, that will depend on Anthony Davis's health. But, Skip, the thing is, okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, the, the, the problem that you're going to have with LeBron and saying uh, manages minutes, he's competitive. Skip, I mean, you say, okay, LeBron, we're going to have you, we're going to cap you at 32 minutes. The most minutes you're going to play is 32. Okay. He reached thir 32 minutes, and they're up two, or they're down two with okay. four minutes to go. All what right. do you do? Hey, LeBron, sit there. Okay, you know I he's going to go back in the game. I got it, and I agree with that. So Jason Tatum was asked yesterday about load management, and he said, you know, again, he's still a kid. But, yeah. But he's talking about load management like, hey, I grew up in St. grew up in St. Louis with the dream of playing NBA basketball. I just want to play every minute of every game because I love it. Skip, right? You say that now at 23, 24. Okay. Now I'm going to check back with you at 30, 32 now. Thank you. 
but check back with him because he's he's the same way. How how Jason was trying to put load management in perspective, he he feels the same way Jason did. This is my dream. It's still coming true right before your very eyes. So it's hard for him to say, yeah, I'll – I'll sit for yeah. eight minutes of the fourth quarter. Really? That ain't going to happen. Okay. That's not going to happen. Yeah. You, you put a cap on it like, oh, 32 minutes, and then they're up two, they're down two, and you got four minutes, five minutes left in the ball game. Now, nah, LeBron, you can't go back in because you've already met your minute, your minute quota. That well, ain't gonna, okay. Well, at some point, Father Time will just say, okay, you've had your fun. Yeah. That's it. Right? Yeah, that, that's going to be it. But yep. the thing is, Skip, he's, not, he's never going to play 82 games again. You hope, Hopefully you can get somewhere around 60 to 65. Yep. And that's the upper – that's with no injuries. That's the upper of what he can play in a season. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, you know, one right more time. Hold on, Jim. One more time. I want to hear, hear you say it. I want to hear he you say it. He was hurt. Okay, that's all I want to hear. That's all I want to hear you say it. We good. Hey, you heard it now. You heard it. So I don't ever want you to hear you die. And I will pre- <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll also add the Clippers are dead. Hey, Rich Paul, you gave that info, huh? Mm. Uh, now you now you part of the team. Rich Paul had nothing to do with this. Zero. I don't know. Zero. I don't know because you know you the commission, you the mayor of L.A. Mm. You all over town. I've been making calls. Oh, you make calls now, huh? Hand on Bible. I, I all right, gentlemen, Rich Paul we're going to move this life. along. <laughs> the Lakers the sitting phone. in 11th place right now mm. currently, guys. Mm. That mm. means outside looking mm. into the play-in tournament. Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits It brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. The Clippers just couldn't hold on to an 11-point lead last night. They end up falling 115-91 to the Warriors. Golden State came to play after halftime. They put up 42 points in the third quarter, compared to just 16 points from Los Angeles. Russell Westbrook finished 3 of 12 from the floor, 0 of 5 from 3. After the game, Draymond admitted part of the Warriors' plan was to give Westbrook open looks. Ooh. All right, Eddie. Still hanging with us. We appreciate it. How much is Westbrook to blame for the Clippers going 0-4 since they signed him? You know what I'm not going to allow on this show? I'm not going to allow you guys to slander Russell Westbrook. Hey, no, like you he guys. Me. No, okay, yeah, okay, May. yeah. You got, you got it. I'm not going to allow you, Skip, to May. slander Russell Westbrook like yeah. it's all his fault. Let's get some things clear. because I did some number crunching and, and, and dug a little deep on this question, right? Crunch. So the game against Sacramento, they gave up 176 points, right? Yes. Russ had 17 points, 14 assists in that game. They lost by one. But the team, the team, the Sacramento Kings shot 58% from the field, 43 from three. How was that Russ fault, right? The next game against the Nuggets, he, was, he had 17 points, five rebounds, five assists, five steals, only two turnovers. They lose that game. 
They gave up 51% field goal percentage to the Nuggets, 33 from three. The T-Wolves shot 47% from the field. I don't, and the Warriors, last night, the Warriors, they just ran into a bus all last night, but they shot 36%. This is the, the, the Clippers now. They shot 36% from the field and 20 from three. I just want to know, gave up 15 offensive rebounds. They had 16 team turnovers that led to 29 Warrior points. You can't point and say that that's Russell's fault. You got to say that that's a team fault. They got to figure out how they're going to play together. I'm just not sure if that starting lineup is the lineup that I would rock with. Maybe I bring Russ in off the bench like he was coming in and let uh-huh. him play against the two and let mm-hmm. him have an opportunity to get downhill against the twos and not play against the starters. So mm-hmm. to me, that's the issue. It's not Russell Westbrook. And I think it's unfair for people to constantly say that wherever he goes, that he's not a winning player and, and it, it doesn't translate to winning. Well, look at the team sometimes. Look mm-hmm. at the team. When he did have a good team surrounding him, they did go to the conference. They did go to the finals when he was younger. They did play in playoff games. And, yeah, did Kevin Durant eventually leave? Yes. But at the same time, I'm not going to allow you, Skip Bayless, mm-hmm. to slander Russell Westbrook yeah. and say that yeah. it's completely his fault mm. because it's not. It's not his fault. Mm. It's a team, a team issue. Now, has he been part of it? Because he does have 17 turnovers in those four games. Mm. So is he part of it? Yes. But is he the main reason? Hell no. Mm. Well, go ahead. You got on your Undertaker black. Go ahead and bury him. <laughs> you going to let me? Yeah, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. Poor Eddie House <laughs> has fallen into the same trap that LeBron James fell into, that Anthony Davis fell into, the Russ trap. They finally escaped the trap. I don't know how. Jeannie finally said, I will give up my 2027 first-round pick unprotected. I'll just give it up. I'll give it to Utah if you will please take him off our hands. Eddie, I I get it. Everybody falls into the trap of he's a slam-dunk first-ballot Hall of Famer. He is more trouble than he's worth. He has loser intangibles, and he always had. He is the greatest bad basketball player I've ever seen. He has the worst hands of any point guard in the history of basketball, and I think I'll go to high school basketball level. (laughs) I've never seen anything like it. Shannon Sharp will attest he couldn't wait to get out from under Russell Westbrook or Russell Westbrick, as I call him. And yet Paul George had one great year alongside Russ in Oklahoma City, and he campaigned for his Clippers to go get Russ. We need a floor general. A floor general? You you need a court jester? That's what he is. He's he's not a floor general. And all of a sudden, the the first game, the great shootout, 176 to 175 against Sacramento. Russ is on the floor. They got a 14-point lead with four minutes to go at home, and they blow it. They have a six-point lead in the first overtime at home, and they blow it. And then the Denver game you talked about, they they roared back in the fourth quarter from nine down at Denver because Russ was on the end of the bench. He probably should have come back in overtime because they hit the wall, and they missed all five of their shots in overtime. But, again – Russ is more the problem than the solution because he's a human cloud. He just hangs over the team. He's contagious bad. And Eddie, if you watched last night, he's a horrendous – he is the single worst three-point shooter in all of basketball, and it ain't even close. You do that. So, so last night, Steve Kerr went to the links of just saying, Draymond, you got him, but you don't got him. Don't even guard him. Go stand in the middle of the lane so that you'll be in rebound position, but just ignore him. Dare him to shoot threes or jump shots. And he misses all seven outside the paint. He went 0 for 5 from 3, and it was an embarrassment. And you can't tell me that over time it doesn't go contagious bad into the psyches of the people playing with him. I'm sorry. He, he was a nightmare last night, and they were a nightmare in the second half. And it's not all – I can't do stats like you say. It's not all his fault. But his presence is why all of a sudden they're 0-4 with Russ. But you 0-4. Do, you do realize that Kawhi wasn't playing defense before no, Russ got there. He wasn't. Although they had won 10 out of 14 yeah. games going to the All-Star break. And by the way, my final stat on Russ is he has now started – over his last 14 games that he started for any NBA team, he's 0-14, or his team is. Right. And it has something to do with Russ's presence. Go ahead. Skip, Russ isn't the only one not playing defense. No, I, I got it. But Russ, you're, you're right. But at this point in time in his career, Eddie, I think you'll agree with this. 
Russ knows that at, any, at this point of his career, he's never going to get credit when they win. He's going to get all the blame when they lose. That's where he is now in his career. He's been on five teams in five years, and it, everybody, they couldn't wait to get him. They couldn't wait to get rid of him. That is correct. That's where we are, Eddie. That's where we are right now with Russ. But when you look at this, I agree, and I told Skip, I'm like, why would you upset the chemistry that you had with Terrence Mann with how well he was playing in the starting lineup he was. to insert Russ, who had been coming off the bench for the better know. part of 50-plus games, and y'all got no chemistry with him. I understand Paul George says, well, I had my best year. Well, I couldn't tell last night. You were 3 of 15 from the floor and 1 of 8 from 3. Mm. And until y'all start playing some defense, because you said they had 14, 12-point leads, well, if you – Hope plays some defense. You can keep a 12, 14 point lead, <laughs> okay. which you guys don't play anymore. All right, fair point. Go ahead, Eddie. And with and the six point lead they had in overtime, like you said, and they blew that. And let's not forget, they had Kawhi Leonard, they got Paul George, right? And we all were saying when they came together, I don't know if it's a better two two man defensive backcourt <laughs> you or, or front court and, and shooting guard. <laughs> Ever. I don't This is the best one in the league. And they're losing games by not playing defense. And that's where okay. they are supposedly hanging their hat right. at. And they're not getting it done. So, like, uh, again, we, we could talk all day at length about what the Clippers' problems really are. It's not just Russell Westbrook. Okay, Russell it. Westbrook in that starting lineup, it is a problem to me, though. There okay. is no spacing I, I out it. there. F- final quick point on this. Our man Chris Haynes last night on TNT reported that he had talked to Russ just before the game, and Russ said he still believes he should win sixth man of the year, even though he's now starting for the Clippers because of all the, the good work he did for your Lakers. Uh, no, you have a new no teammate way. named Norman Powell, Powell. Who, who I think was starting to edge ahead in sixth right. man of the year. He had, a, he had a horrible <laughs> game know. last night, right. but how's Norman Powell going to take it if right. Russ is campaigning for sixth man of the year? Here we go again. Well, it don't matter. Neither, neither one of them are getting it, man. That, that award <laughs> is going to Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, but, you you should know. But you know what, Eddie? I think Ty Lue is going to tell, gonna tell uh, uh, Russ, Russ, when they play off like that, take two dribbles and get to the free throw line and pull up and shoot the shot. Don't stand around out there dribbling the ball. They back in the paint. They had the, the check line, and you out there dribbling the ball at the three-point line. Take two, three hey. dribbles and get to the free throw line and pull up. Or you know what attack. else you could do? What? You, you know what else you could do if you're a basketball player? Uh, not saying that he's not, but when they sagging off you like that, go swing it and go set a pick. There'll be no help on the pick. You go set the pick, the dude's all the way in the lane. You just pass <laughs> it, go set a pick. He's going to come off clean for an easy mid-range jump shot. Good point. I love the discussion. Eddie House, 11-year NBA vet, champion with the Boston Celtics back in 08. Thanks for your time. Have a great weekend, yes, Eddie. Yes, you do. <laughs> 